<laughs> Hello, Fred. Cheers. Cheers to another episode of Think Fresh, another celebration of big beer. Eric, are you sipping on a Budweiser again? Big boy Eric sipping on big beer. Uh, yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's hot out there, and mm-hmm. this beer is hydrating me to the point where I can talk to you about, I guess, all kinds of shit, endlessly, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When you gurgle like big some... beer, it tastes so different. It does taste different, and there's some shit in my, in the can, I gotta, I gotta fish out. Oh, that's all part of the fun. I'm sipping on a kokanee the... again. This is so high. It's 31 degrees outside. I am in a toaster oven in my apartment. But this is like the ice cold veggie patty cooling my body down. This brick of a mm. can. Mm, that is nice. Um, I love putting a can on my on my piece while I'm recording. Oh, yeah, dude. Keep the testes cool. Mm-hmm. These meatballs They're are untoasted. Uh, yeah, let me just pour this into a nice vintage glass hmm <laughs> that's different i like it straight from the can i, I do don't like well to see because... the color <laughs> yeah the, the color is uh shockingly light it's as if you know you're taking a very hydrated piss <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like you're just looking through a muddy window yeah i mean when you see when you google like beer png you get this right here ty this oh, is wow. like a... Perfect, like, image of a beer. Like, do you remember mm. that iPhone app where it would just, like, show a glass of beer and like, mm-hmm. took your phone and it would, like, look, you could, like, pretend you're drinking the, the beer? What a, man, that was the golden <laughs> days, the golden glass of iPhone apps. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really look at the color of Budweiser that often because it's always hidden behind the can. But seeing you with that perfectly poured pint right now, Eric, Makes me realize it's not too off, far off in tint from the sweet onion sauce. It, it's like garlic oil straight from the tap tie, and uh, it, much it's like, all the know, same. Yeah, much like the garlic oil at Subway, it's the best option, really. Big mm. beer right here, baby. Where it's big, big and right it's beer. <laughs> mm. Yep. It's got the same big energy as Think Fresh podcast, and that's why we advocate for it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned to me before that you can do a tasting flight of big beer at Columbia Brewing. Yes, <laughs> Columbia Brewing, owned by Anheuser Busch, maker of both Budweiser, Keith, Kokanee, Bush, I think, quite a few other like big beers. Um, other like hunting guy beers (laughs) (laughs) you can go to any columbia brewery location throughout canada the u.s and you can uh get a tasting flight of their craft selection which is literally the beers i just mentioned in five ounce glasses it's so funny because they all look the exact same they all look like little cups of garlic oil and they all Mm -hmm. taste the same too so you're like the only like distinguishable flavor is like the goose island because it's got mm-hmm. like a bit of hops, but everything else is just watery on the palate, very refreshing, very unidentifiable. It's pretty Dude, fun. This, they all uh, they all look like what I poured down my drain after I cook up some masubis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like when you fry up bacon, it bleeds Budweiser. Hell yeah, baby. I'm bleeding red. Hell yeah. 
Damn, wow. like a whole lot of red. So, so if you're like having a flight of big beer, are you actually able to determine the difference based on taste alone? And if so, do you get anything? Do you win like a like a free eight pack? Yeah, if you could go into a blind flight tasting and pull off a perfect guessaroo, you <laughs> should be entitled to some type of uh, reward. That free eight pack seems reasonable for a feat like that. It's a feat long. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's pretty impressive because, I mean, even like a cheap lager at like a restaurant, it, it has more flavor than this thing. Like this literally just tastes like like carbonated water. It really does. It's like it could be a bubbly flavor and. I, yeah. I would believe it. If, if this was in a bubbly can right now, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. sick. Tastes kind of like bready. <laughs> yeah. There's an alternate universe where there's a La Croix flavor that's like hint of piss. And that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It's not alternate, Eric. It is our reality right now. <laughs> but I'm here for it. I'm here for it, too. Um, hey, we went to Subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should talk about that. Eric and I went to Subway yesterday together. It was really cursed. It was such it was a so weird cursed. trip. Oh, excuse me. We should break down we for the bread the... what happened. Yeah, this was like, this is something we really got to like discuss on this show because I don't know why, but the Subway we went to, and I'm going to just protect its identity and location for now, but mm-hmm. it was like the worst it was like the like the bummiest subway I've ever been to. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when you're like down on your luck, and you're like nothing's really going for you. Like that's where you might go. You know. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a bad subway when we walked in because it had a sign on the door that said, uh, "Washrooms are closed," but then there was yeah. clearly bathrooms in there. They were just chained off. Like they changed off yeah. not even the bathroom door. Like the doors were locked, but they had like put a fence up a few feet away from the doors even, so you couldn't even try it. Exactly. Um, it had like a metal fence, much like Astroworld, um, mm-hmm. easily hoppable, you know? So like, they were almost like inviting you to like try to jump over the fence and break mm-hmm. in. Um, so we almost gave that a go, but if we had like a couple more beers, I think we would be attempting something like that. Though. Yeah, uh, every Budweiser, you drink piss, then you've got to piss, you know? Exactly. Um, this is the same subway where we like dined in one other time and a woman came in screaming, asking for water. Oh yeah. And then then she said like, no, like you have to like pay for the cup, (laughs) which is like, I'm convinced like the reason why big dove implemented that is that is like, it's an attack on homeless people because like that's the only people who like won't pay, Mm -hmm. you know? It's just like an so inconvenience. Right. And like that's the location where we like witness that go down. So yeah, it's obviously in a rough part of town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was rough. So the following events shouldn't be like they shouldn't be surprises to anybody, but yet I was surprised over and over again. Oh my god, this this fucking trip was full of surprises because you could say the service tie was better than we've ever received. He it was just like served. Just reflect on that for a sec. Like, mm-hmm. out of any subway we've been to, I think that we were treated the best here. And we're going to get into some of those reasons why. Yeah. So, 
please, you went, you ordered first last, uh, mm-hmm. last time we went. So why don't you just kick us off and walk through your order? Okay. That's the elephant in the room, which is you and I both looked up at the menu and our mouths dropped because the Subway series, the recently launched refresh menu that's been living in our head rent free for a month was nowhere to be seen. Where was the boss? Where was the Greek goddess? Where was the, the, I don't know, the meat supreme? All of those sandwiches that Subway's been blasting about on the, their Instagram account, they were nowhere in sight. No evidence whatsoever. Pretty weird. Mm-hmm. So you're probably wondering then, well, what was the menu? Was it just the original menu? Far from it, my friend. It was the original <laughs> menu minus all of the best sandwiches. But then they had added a very twisted new meal, the rice bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a few rice bowl options a like a chicken one a steak one and a veggie one and i turned to eric and i said pray for me and then i ordered one this guy got a fucking rice bowl at subway this is crazy like we've spent so much time making fun of the salads at subway because it's just like let me get a foot long but like hold the bread Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's all that was but now we're replacing the carbs entirely the thing that made subway famous with some like uncle ben's like wild rice like what's Mm -hmm. up with that yeah it's kind of whack if you think about it but it was really funny that all it took was the swapping of the grain to sell me on the idea turns out i was actually closer to the salad than i ever Mm -hmm. thought like closer in affinity um but yeah it was just like some wild rice or brown rice make medley Mm pre-made in a bucket next to the Mm -hmm. uh the scrambled eggs but that's because I think, Ty, we are a, you know, keto-busting podcast. I don't think we stand for any keto diets here. Uh, mm-hmm. We love our bread. We're, we're about our bread over here at Think Fresh. So, um, yeah, it, it made sense to me while you order the bowl. I, I always get to see you ordering bowls. But the most mm-hmm. twisted thing about it was you had started your, your design. Mm-hmm. You, you had begun the, like, ideation process of creating this bowl, right? And you said, let me get some lettuce, spinach. Mm-hmm you know tomatoes and then midway through like your order she just like turned around the toaster was done (laughs) she turned Mm -hmm. around went to the toaster grabbed i don't know if it was a toaster but there was a beeping probably a microwave she grabbed a fucking bowl of rice and just dumped it on top of her food so there's like no order to anything yeah chaos complete chaos yeah i didn't even realize she hadn't put the rice in the bowl and she snuck it in the (laughs) toaster (laughs) So mm-hmm. uh, that threw me off. And then when I ordered tomatoes and cucumbers, she chopped them up. She diced them in front of me using the bread knife. That was so weird. Oh, yeah, dude. She diced up your fucking... She quartered your tomato and cucumber, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen that before. So now I know that that is an option for my sandwich as well because the sandwich artists are trained in, like, the French style of cutting, <laughs> slicing and dicing. <laughs> Chop, chop. Mm-hmm. Um, so you ordered that. Once you made it over to the sauces, there's a nice little surprise waiting for you in the sauce section. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. You know, something that kind of flew under the radar. 
at one point while I was navigating the vegetable section, she just grabbed an ice cream scoop, reached the bully bucket, and just like globbed some bully in my rice bowl <laughs> for it. I don't know if I was charged. I, I don't know why she did it. The bowl. But mm-hmm. it was the first time I've ever had guacamole. It tasted like nothing. It tasted like I was just eating cold mush. <laughs> oh, man. So not even the, the steam from the rice could warm up that ball of cold mush that was avocado. Mm-hmm. No, it came a little too late to the bowl. But you're right. We got to the sauces area. And there was a new sauce on the menu. Was it the green goddess sauce? Is that what it was called? Oh, yeah, buddy. Course but it, was. it wasn't it wasn't the green goddess sauce that caught my eye. It was the label beneath the sauce that said, try a sample. You know what Eric <laughs> and I both did? We said, hey, artist, can you hook us up with a sample of this sauce? And like a trained puppy, she was like, yes. And grabbed the, grabbed a cucumber slice, like almost, in, almost instantly, just reached it into mm-hmm. the cucumbers. And squirted a big dab of green goddess on top of a slice of cucumber and just handed, reached around the sneeze guard and handed you a cucumber with sauce on it. <laughs> Dude, it was so cool. We were just both in so much shock. We we're like, holy shit, what's going on? Like, they're obviously like listening and piloting some shit at this subway. I know. I was, I have dreamed of this moment 10 times, the opportunity to taste a sauce, but. The real innovation here, and something that I had never even entered as the mechanism for delivering the sauce sample. I thought for sure she was going to reach under the counter and pull out like a little cardboard, cardboard like gelato spoon. Dude, I know. Delivery mechanism for the sauce. It's almost saying, hey, we know our cucumber has no flavor. It's simply a texture. <laughs> But you know what, Ty? I thought the cucumber flavor overpowered the sauce. Like, I was so focused on, like, whether or not I was going to taste the cucumber <laughs> that I ended up only <laughs> tasting cucumber. I was like, I was like, wait a second. Do I just lick it off? <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, Maybe that's what we're supposed thing. to do. Give it back? Yeah, yeah give it back uh, or just huck it out the door. This oh. is not your fault, Eric. The green goddess sauce had no... Big joke. <laughs> they need you to That's have it on joke. its own. Is the only way you will taste it. Do you think they give you a different vegetable depending on the sauce? Like maybe the green oh, goddess maybe. is meant to go with the cucumber, and like if you ordered a, or if you asked to try the sweet onion, they would you know dab a little bit on some spinach for you. Like, like who knows? Like the combinations here are potentially endless. High. We should have. There's only two other people behind us in line. But yeah, then at the very end of the bowl, she's to me shredded cheese. Specifically, I guess looking back, given that like I'm just gonna eat it with a fork. But I said yes. I don't know if I was charged for it. They just she just chucked it on top cold. Yeah, yeah, rice bowl baby. Unknowns. A lot of unknowns with this. ordering process mm-hmm. you know i think like we needed to request a receipt because there was a lot mm-hmm. of like stuff going on so like my thing so okay let's just like hop 
over to my sandwich for a second. Yeah, Eric's up to the plate now. <laughs> I'm up to the plate. I scan the menu, you know, very quickly. I don't see a single mention of a BMT or a steak and cheese or meatball. So None of the classics are on there. There's like, nothing on this menu. It's just always like it, unknown, like foreign, like sandwiches. If we hadn't been in that franchise before, I would actually think we were in a bootleg subway. Yeah. Like a, like a fake location. Yeah. I would have thought it was in Budway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I was like, well, okay, do you have the meatball? And that was kind of more more or less a prompt to see if they even had any of the old sandwiches. But mm-hmm. she said yes. And I was like, well, okay, I'll just have that. <laughs> like, uh, I, didn't think too, I didn't think too hard about it. I just kind of followed my heart. I, I wanted mm-hmm, to give mm-hmm. the meatball another chance. Um, mm-hmm. And I was looking for, you know, a little bit of extra protein. So I was like, yeah, I'll take the meatball. And then got that bitch toasted. I didn't have the balls to eat it cold. I was a little bit scared. But I wanted you to. You're back. on this hyping this cold sandwich train all week, Eric. I know. Are I should have done it for the pod. I should have done it for the pod. Knowing the total price, I I should have just been like, oh, it's only nine dollars. Who cares? Even if I hate mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a throwaway. It's, it's worth meal. it for research. Yeah, it's chalking it up to anchor anyway. Um, like it's so... a meme meal, a meme-al. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> That will not be the title of this episode. Don't worry, Redheads. Don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I got the meatball with cheese, of course. Um, and I decided to do no vegetables, dude. No vegetables. Yeah. Just like Which is, some wow. peppers and whatnot. That's it. Such a confident sandwich to go meatball marinara, olives and peppers. And mm-hmm. then you just call it. That was incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I've never seen someone exercise such restraint, such refinement on a sandwich. But I understood the vision you were going for. It was like a classic meatball sub-Italian style. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. You know, I had to, uh, I had to, um, I brought this up because I wanted to mention the, the paying situation. So my artist, mm-hmm. you know, plopped my, my 12 inches ate meatball monster into the toaster um mm-hmm. and then said like come over here to the till and and uh how are you gonna pay for this thing <laughs> it's almost like she wanted to like you know have me uh authorize a payment <laughs> before you know completing my purchase because she was worried that i wasn't gonna be able to afford this mm-hmm. double <laughs> double protein monstrosity but sure enough flashed the amex and it was it was over um but that's now that I'm thinking about it, I could have totally like added some like upcharge material to my sandwich. I already paid for mm, it. I could have like true. added like triple avocado. <laughs> Come in for a little extra cheese at the end. That would have been a good move. Yeah, um, it would be. It's kind of like would kick them in the butt for trying to run a credit check on you before you made your purchase. Yeah, I know. They really said like, do you qualify for this meal? <laughs> <laughs> I need to apply to order a signature sandwich there. Fill out these forms. But in reality, though, Eric, you know, she was trying to get you ahead in the purchasing process because um, our lone sandwich artist this evening was starting to get a little bit of a lineup behind her or behind you of a few uh, <laughs> loose people eyeing the line, waiting to get their sandwich order in. Because mm-hmm. we kept asking questions like, where is the BMT? <laughs> or like, what's up with this rice bowl? Or like, 
you kept asking her like what do you think i should put on this bowl and she's like i don't fucking care man do whatever you want <laughs> yeah i was i was really trying to uh like stimulate consultation but mm-hmm. wasn't getting much i i do have a commentary on the other patrons of the restaurant though that were very impatiently waiting to order eric <laughs> um yeah you would have also noticed something very unusual about them every single person that went into that subway that evening was a single woman. But that's thinking. <laughs> it's, almost like, uh, it's almost like they knew we were in town. You know, the <laughs> fresh boys are patroning a local subway. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, just like Future said, like, she, she'd break her neck just to just look at the kid. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They're just trying to get, get an eye on us co-hosts. But I was... <laughs> fathom like it, it was so confusing because it changed my perception of subway because i thought it was like a single guy holdout um but to then see not a single guy in sight just two co-hosts and a harem of women made no sense yeah, to dude. me dude no real menu no real men it, it was just the female factory that night <laughs> i think so it was wild one of and, the women uh, up, like left. She yeah. didn't want to wait in line. Yeah, dude. This one woman just like disappeared. I turned around. I saw her behind me, so I I started to like kind of speed up my order. I, I want to be nice. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got my sandwich, I looked and she was gone, dude. Gone girl. <laughs> she gone girl. I mean, like <laughs> that's the beauty of a little bit of a subway lineup is that it just acts as like a last gut check, quite literally. Yeah. You can check if you want to feel that in your gut. <laughs> exactly. It it gave you a moment of like post nut clarity mm-hmm. where you're like, do I really want to like wife this sandwich right now? You know, <laughs> do I really yeah, want to totally. commit to this like foot long? And she said, no. Yeah. She uh, hit the undo button and backtracked mm-hmm. out of there, mm-hmm. which was all for the best. Like, yeah. Maybe she wanted the Subway series that is wasn't available in this bootleg, bootleg location. Mm-hmm. There was a another woman that came in after us with a child. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really pay attention to their order because we were busy eating at this point. But and now I'm really curious what, what she ordered for the little one because I actually caught up to them on my walk home. <laughs> oh, I no caught up to them. I saw the glowing green and yellow bag from a distance. And I was like, wait a second. I know that those people. Um, and I'm like, damn, it's a pretty small bag. I wonder what's in there. Like, obviously, she's she's probably splitting the sandwich. Maybe um, mm. if you split a sandwich with a seven year old, are you like, what are you ordering? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot, probably a lot of compromises there. And also, does it make sense to cut the sandwich perfectly at the fifty fifty mark? Like, or does your eleven year old get like four inches and you like get mm, eight? Mm hmm. I feel like there's a move there. Very, very economical evening dinner with your, as a single parent, that's a good move. It is. Honestly, kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like some of our, you know, experiences eating this thing. How was your bowl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the bowl kind of hit. Uh, the sa- sandwich artist let me get a little bit frisky with the sauces. So I triple sauced mm-hmm. my bowl. Greek goddess, sweet onion, and the Chipotle Southwest. And it turns out the bread is really important in a spicy sandwich 
for numbing the spice. It like soaks it in and makes it a bit more palatable. And when you mm-hmm. don't have that bread in a bowl, that spice takes over. It like the mutiny on the sandwich and it says, I'm in charge now. Mm-hmm. So I was sweating, man. I was I was so spiced out. Dude, that subway has like a different like spice kit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh like think about this. Like last time we went there when the woman was screaming for water, like I understand her now because last yeah. time we went there, I was eating a spicy sandwich, man. And this is one that you made for me. And yeah, it's not, your, not even your fault because you put in all the things I usually put in. Uh, mm-hmm. Jalapenos, bennet peppers, the cream sriracha, which I think is actually the culprit here. Um, mm-hmm. Just like absolutely torched my mouth. But uh, this time I, I knew better and I went sauceless on, the, on my meatball. I let the marinara do, do all the talking. Let it shine. Yeah, stay away from those aftermarket chili peppers that they're using there. Um, mm. Yours looks so good. Uh, at one bite in, you get like that cross section of the ball, and it's such a <laughs> such a clean facade because it's just the red sauce, the brown ball, all encrusted <laughs> in your your toasted bread. It was it was very pretty. It's very minimal. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Um... That meatball was was hitting very well. The cheese was like perfectly melted on top. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a little bit dry. Not gonna lie, I thought the sauce would be doing more than it did. Mm. You know, maybe I would ask for extra marinara next time. Uh, but I was scared of you know having a meatball shoot out the side like it usually does. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to <laughs> like lube it up too much. The marinara sauce at Subway is closer probably in relation to the tomato than it is to like the Southwest sauce from a purely a viscosity perspective. It's quite a, what I'm trying to say is, is a thick boy. It's chunky. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So yeah, it is chunky. There is, there's some like sauteed onions in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm, There's something for sure. Dude. Yeah. But uh, overall good experience with the meatball. I think I'm back on the meatball train. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a meatball boy again, and uh, <laughs> I'm happy about it. So I don't know Me- what I'll be doing in the boy. future, though, Ty, because because <laughs> I love my cold sandwich, and I love my meats, my cold cuts, and uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm 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 lost. I I like too many things on the menu there. I think that's the this problem. This is my problem too, Eric. I think your next sandwich is you're gonna have to hit the meatball raw. You know, untoasted, a little meatball carpaccio, if you will. <laughs> a little steak tartare. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see from you at, on your next foot long. Me, I don't think I'm going to go back to the bowls, not because it was too spicy, not because, uh, okay, here's the real reason. As I was eating the bowl, something <laughs> about the fragrance or the easy access, like it's got a wide mouth. Um, was attracting flies. Like, did you <laughs> notice that? There's like flies buzzing around me the whole time, little fruit flies, and they were like landing in my bowl, and I'd have to pick them out. I felt mm-hmm. like I was in like, I, like I had found this meal in the swamp or something. Yeah, like dumpster dough for it. Both of our meals looked like we found them on the ground, um, <laughs> but yours had dead flies in them, and that was pretty <laughs> savage. Like, I can't believe you um, managed to keep eating that. But who knows, maybe mine had some dead flies in it too. And I was just too busy looking at your food. I was pocket watching. Um, and I was paying a lot of attention to your bowl because I was just so mesmerized by it. 
the fact you're eating Subway with a fork. <laughs> so I was novel. like, what the fuck is going on? And yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe there was flies, you know, entering and like having sex in my sandwich. Oh, I guarantee there was a little fly orgy happening in there because <laughs> during the course of my bowl, I had two flies attempt to land inside it. And if you think about it, like we weren't sitting that far from the like raw ingredients behind the line, behind the sneeze guard. Mm. And you have just like an unprotected bubbling pool of marinara back there. I, I'm sure a fly every hour goes and tries to get a little bite of that and then drowns in that hot tub of molten tomato. Well, dude, you know, <laughs> well, you know what, dude? I've had an actual fly problem in my apartment recently. I don't know what's going on. Maybe you can like relate to me. Do you have any flies in your place right now? It's so annoying. So they fly on my, they just, they hang out on my patio and then they just fly in circles. And then if I open my patio door, they come in and they fly in a circle in my living room. Is that what's happening with you? Yeah. I have those exact same flies in my apartment, but more so lately is these like stupid little fruit flies, which are the same ones that landed in your salad. No. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Do you want to, so, and it's it's before, it's before Subway. I don't got no bowls, bro. (laughs) I have just normal big beer out here and that's it. And just flies everywhere. And like, I don't know. It, it's just like so annoying. Dude. I go to like wash my hands somewhere and then like I turn on the water and then like three flies come out of nowhere. And just like, they were just like hiding under the sink or something. Yo, that's whack. I, it must be because it's like cooler in the apartment. Like I went on my patio earlier and it was so hot out there. So I came back inside must be a combination of heat and still air. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Not, it's not windy in here, you know. It's in the shade. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I had this, like, really large fly enter my home one night while I was cooking. And this thing was, like, pissing me off so fucking much, dude. It was, like, flying around my head. And I'm, like, operating, like, extremely hot appliances. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> like, trying mm-hmm. to, like, you know, fry something up here. And so I said, you know what, fuck it. Let me take care of this fly real quick. And I just like swatted it with my kitchen towel and it landed in my chicken breast in the pan. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, and I immediately zapped it with like it was like it just immediately deep fried itself and just turned into a crunchy little like fly. And then I like picked it up out of the pan and like tossed it in the garbage. Dude, that's crazy. You like <laughs> went all Indiana Jones on that thing and whipped it. Yeah. I was trying to like shoo it outside, but instead I like hit it towards my food and it landed in the like hot pan. Oh, dude, that's awful. I hate when animals end up too, that's like too too much of an intimate relationship with animals. Yeah, I know, dude. It's real man versus nature shit. It's like, it's like earlier this week when we were playing tennis and I went to go pick up a ball and then a bird shat on my hand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was disgusting there's bird shit oh. on my hand eric the same hand i eat subway with it looked like yeah. some, like it looked like a little bit of the the ranch mixed with the sweet onion oh disgusting. no thank god Absolutely i pack the aesop rinse free hand wash everywhere i go yeah i saw a tie rubbing his wrist on the grass and that was like <laughs> a low point for him for sure <laughs> Dude, it didn't help that i was down during the match yeah, he also lost that tennis. <laughs> it sucks, dude. <laughs> it's always the loser that gets shat on. 
yeah, I know. First I shot on you, and then this bird did. <laughs> Come on, bird. Low-hanging fruit. Go for yeah, a exactly. winner. Kicking you while you're down. Type shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's what your fly story reminded me of. Is when I was in caught in a fly by pooping. <laughs> yeah, this was a fly by subwaying, and mm. uh, it did not turn out too bad. Like you managed to eat the salad. Uh, you plucked out the flies. Mm-hmm. Um, you said no, I'm good on this. I don't want any mm-hmm. flies in there. No flies. And... I ain't no frog. Yeah, exactly. What do I look like to you, a house cat? Hmm. I'm I'm more of a munch munch than a ribbit ribbit. Yeah, dude, this guy's a munch. <laughs> so, um, well, any other revelations from this sandwich experience? Truly cursed. Well, I'm convinced that this subway is either a test kitchen or one that has been long forgotten by Subway HQ. It's like mm-hmm. it's no longer on their like store finder. It's like it's like oh, just like you can have it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like this belongs to the community now, and like whatever the community wants to do with it is what's going to happen. Um, it's truly your way. Truly your way, and that maybe is the future of Subway. It's like do whatever you want. Like this is your location. Sell burgers if you want. You know what I mean? Like we don't care. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think this is exactly what happens if you just stop paying franchise fees. Is they just stop sending you new pieces of cardboard and ingredients for the menu, and you have to get creative. Mm-hmm. Like. If you were a franchise owner and they stopped sending you bread, what would you do? Probably start making a giant batch of rice. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the only thing I you know how. Up, yeah, I would call up Uncle Ben. I'm like, yo, listen, we got to redo the menu. Mm-hmm. I need a cheap wow. way to sustain my my customers. And mm-hmm. Subway artists won't give me the bread recipe. Mm-hmm. And you would also probably like put like a chain fence like mm-hmm. around the sneeze guard so that you could fully enclose the sandwich artist, much like the caged animal. Dude, yeah, I, they double sneeze guarded. On top of the sneeze guard was in a sneeze guard extension. It, I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't even run barbed wire around the top of that thing. It, it was yeah. like six, six feet. So that's like a subway party sub of yeah. protection. Dude, what do you think they do with like, what do you, what do you think their protocol is for risky neighborhoods? Like, high-risk neighborhoods, you know? Like, ones where there's a higher likelihood of being robbed and and or, like, assaulted, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do you think they have behind the sneeze guard? Like, <laughs> You think like it's, like, nut- double-paned, bulletproof? I think they got the double... Yeah, double-paned plexiglass sneeze guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, in an event of a robbing, they you just, like hide inside the line <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude and they got they got the full like 180 around the fake brick wall like encasing you're basically a zoo animal at that point as an artist like they can't get in you can't get out exactly you go on full lockdown mm-hmm. wow. enjoy the exhibition yeah i mean shout out to that subway location there's nothing else nearby there's no parking yeah. either it just sucks Totally. They made a pretty good sandwich for us, though, for a an artist in a cage um, and really well thought through pass of that cucumber with the green goddess sauce between the cracks of the sneeze guards to get it in our, our dirty little hands. 
yeah, she was able to navigate towards the glory hole and like stick her hand out with this like poker chip of flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beautiful. and it made me take a bet on it. I added it to my sandwich. But honestly, it tastes just like hint of sweet onion sauce. So I added sweet onion sauce along with it. And so I have, I still have no idea what the green goddess sauce tastes like. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Yours, <laughs> uh, yours actually works really well in a bowl context. I don't know if I would throw it on my meatball. Um, but yeah, next time, dude, all bets are off, man. I'm, I'm a, you don't I'm, like I'm a goddess on again. your meatball? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a loyal man. <laughs> okay, royal. <laughs> anyways my brother we have to wrap this now mm-hmm. uh much like a foot long at the end of the ordering process i have to you know wrap this up and you know take it to go because it's time to hit the uh sunny outskirts of vancouver right now i'm feeling the same thing i'm going to take advantage of this toaster outside this toaster oven get a sunburn um, I'm taking my sandwich to go, so I'll catch you outside. See you outside, baby. Thanks, Bye. Fresh, everybody. Thanks for listening. Ciao.